You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Our first guest uh, played 174 AFL games with Port and with Melbourne. Jack Watts, welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Thank you, Bonds. Uh, great to catch up with you, Twigo, the, the, uh, the greatest Melbourne bitter drinker that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, uh, you'll be pleased to know, Wattsy, I've converted to uh, Cooper's Pale Ale since being in South Australia. So. <laughs> not, not, not the West Ends over there, Twig. Uh, at various times. Various times. I'm sure yeah, you've had one or two. Hey, uh, look, you, you retired a couple of years ago from the AFL. What have you been up to? I know. I was surprised that you, you boys wanted an old fossil like me to come on the show, <laughs> but um, must be struggling a bit with guests. But uh, now, what have I been doing? I've, I've um, I started a, a swimwear company with a couple of my mates when I was playing footy, um, and then uh, was sort of in the process of getting my my masters in business administration towards the end of my career. So I finished that off, come on board full-time at Squash, um, which is the, uh, the, the the fashion label that I run with a couple of mates and um, playing as much golf as I possibly can. I've made sure I'm on the four-day work week, so Fridays are uh, free, which is, you know, work that one into the contract. And um, a bit of Monday night basketball, that's about the highlight of my week. Uh, what under you, Watsi, because you did really put some good time into what we would like life would look like after footy. So you bring people into how squash started and uh, what your involvement and where it's got to now. Yeah, so I had a very clever mate of mine um, back when he was about 15 years old. He was importing um, gym equipment and little bicycles and skipping ropes and um, all of this kind of stuff from China and selling it at school for an absolute bomb. Um, he used to bring in this stuff called Joss powder. So it was sort of like this, um, you know, energy drink. So when we were sort of 14, 15, back in the olden days, we'd pour this Joss powder in our beers and that would sort of get us up and about. So our times have changed. But um, he imported that from overseas and um, was a very clever man. So basically when I started playing footy, I said to him, you know, I've made a bit of money and I've got a little average sort of B-grade profile that we could use. And um, and we started this this fashion label so then we brought on um another good mate of ours jack stubby turner he's our designer he's the quirky one with all the tats and um he does all all our designs and uh you know we're we're doing okay living a pretty good life working together with two of your best mates and having a bit of fun while doing it that's fantastic to hear the energy in your voice what's where does footy sit with you these days i see that every now and then you're in the the odd uh podcast or a, a I think a couple of gambling uh, companies engage you to get a few views on footy. Where's footy sitting in your life at the moment? Yeah, I get myself into a bit of trouble doing those, Twigo, because <laughs> they sort of expect me to know a few things and um, I, I've probably seen about five games in the last three years. So, But it's it's good fun. I still sort of slowly keep in touch, you know, with the D's boys. But um, all I heard from my great mate Jack Trengove was that... Um, the Norwood Football Club brought in one of the all-time 
biggest heists to get their head coach across from uh, Victoria, and he pretty much turned the club upside down. Everyone was up in arms saying that this is an upheaval of all sorts, and uh, within, what, 12 months, they're, uh, they're holding that beautiful cup above their heads. So tell me about that tweet. <laughs> We're actually talking to you, Otzi. <laughs> We're doing the interview here, aren't we? We haven't got to it. Really talk about it. Uh, you obviously got a good sense of uh, obviously being well inducted into the culture of SANFL and AFL footy in South Australia. How did you find it coming from Melbourne and being brought up in an AFL city? How did you find the lifestyle in Adelaide when you came over here? I loved it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I found it interesting, just the passion for uh, SANFL. You know, it was you sort of come over from Victoria, and if you if you're playing VFL over here, it's sort of like, you know, you really are in the twos, and you it's um, you know, everyone over here, you're trying to get out of the VFL as quickly as you can. But um, you know, over in the Sandful, it was sort of it was actually almost a, a privilege to you know, I was at Port Adelaide, so going down to the Magpies and and pulling on that jumper, and you know, the history that they've got there was pretty special to be a part of. So. And then also just the crowds, you know, it's, I found it incredible just the, um, you know, the supporters, you go into the grocery store or you go down the street and, you know, it's sort of almost 50-50. Half of them are saying, oh, the magpies are on fire and blah, blah, blah. And half of them are going for Port and Port Adelaide. So it was, um, yeah, I, I love the culture. I love how it was a bit slower and, you know, there's no traffic over there. The beaches are just phenomenal. I can't believe no one talks about the SA beaches. Um, you know, compare them to, to the Victoria sort of in the bay, disgusting little beaches over here. It's um, pretty special over there. So, um, you know, I loved it. But um, at the same time, I'm a, I'm a big sort of people's person. And if I could have had all my, my mates and my family and everyone I loved over there, it would have been amazing. But um, they're all here in Victoria. So I sort of, I was always probably coming back at some stage. Yeah, we just keep a lid on how good South Australian beaches are. Just We don't have too many Victorians over here. Um, but what, I, I just want to ask you about your footy and your AFL career. Um, 174 games, a great career. Uh, there was obviously some frustration for you during that career as well and copped some criticism, that probably harsh criticism. Um, how do you look back on it? With a sense of pride or, or frustration? Oh, geez, it's, it's probably a bit of both, really. Um, you know, probably pride that that I stuck it out for as long as I did and, yeah. you know, through everything we went through, it was, um, I don't know if there'd be too many other careers that had, that uh, sort of had the journey that um, that I had. But, um, and then also, you know, definitely just that frustration, you know, you're sort of a gun player as a kid and, you know, you everything's pretty easy and you win everything and, um, you know, you get up to the, the pinnacle of the sport where, you know, that's really where you want to succeed. And I pretty much had zero success um, for my entire career. So, you know, it's that, that frustration. There's a bit of, you know, could I have done anything differently? You look back and think, what what if and what if? But at the end of the day, that's all part of life, isn't it? And, um, you know, it's probably made me who I am today. And, uh, you know, I'm living a pretty good life, that's for sure. It's a great reflection, Watsi, and thanks for sharing that because I, I found you an incredibly resilient person and the other thing I really respect you for is your authenticity. You've always been yourself and you had probably what you'd call a non-footy upbringing in relation to your basketball career and no one will ever know what it's like to be number one pick except you 30-odd blokes who have been number one picks over the 30-odd years right. that the draft's been in. So 
you mentioned about that lack of fulfil- fulfilment from success. Is that something that probably is the thing that just eats away a little bit after all the effort that you put into playing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, and just looking back on it, you know, it's, I guess with success comes a lot of other benefits. And, you know, I'm looking at my mate Gorney sitting there. Um, you know, he couldn't do a thing wrong at the moment, could he? He's, he's um, signing deals left, right, and centre. Oh, we might have lost him there. Are you still there, Jack? Looks like he's uh, dropped out. Uh, we'll try and get him back on the, the line. Uh, he speaks uh, pretty clearly about that career, doesn't he? Yeah, he's had some frustrations, disappointment, but clearly it's made him a better person. Yeah, and that's what I touched on before, Bond. So there's a lot of people coming at him, and I think he had five coaches at Melbourne, and yeah. each one felt it was their task to grab hold of Watsy and make him the person and possibly the player combined that they wanted him to be rather than him to evolve to be that player. And I just really respect his capacity to reflect and talk openly. And he sees life in a very positive light. And the way he spoke about his family and friends and the requirement of needing them around for him to feel that balance in his life, he needed that. And yeah. Yeah, I think he's, it's terrific to listen to him talk because he's doing some great stuff. I think you've... I think no, we got, got him, him back. I think we got him back again. Thanks, uh, Jack. You're back, back on the line there. Um, uh, I want to ask you a bit more about the clothing line. Um, and give, oh, yeah. you, give the business a bit of a plug here. Okay, well, yeah, squash.com.au, S-K-W-O-S-H. Um, we, we sort of started out as a, as a swimwear brand, you know, mainly just men's sort of shorts, and, and we've transitioned into a bit of a lifestyle brand now. We've got a, a pretty much a full range, caps, tees, um, socks, brought out a, a Terry Tower collection, um, bring out a winter collection this year, which will be good to um, sort of counteract the transseasonal nature of the business. Um, but yeah, it, it, we sort of started just to have a bit of fun and enjoy ourselves, and and um, you know bring our friends along with us. And and now it's you know it's, it's what we do for a living. One of the great events in Victoria, not that I ever attended at Bonds, but one of the great events is the Portsy Polo, and the squash crew are very good at being set up there launch of their product and yes. also really engage the people of Victoria in uh, the Portsea Polo. One of the, the better events you've run, Watsy? Yeah, I think that one was right up there, Twig, to be <laughs> honest. Um, <laughs> nice to have the uh, the pit boys down at the Torrento pub when I hadn't organised a thing for the after party and I emailed them, I messaged them saying, I've got 40 blokes on a, on a bus absolutely sideways. Can you get us into the pub on Polo Day? Um, and they've just worked us into the back door beautifully. So, um, yeah, that was that was one of the big days. I think uh, what happened there, was that when Ruzi had just started and supposedly <laughs> one of the young boys that came along was spewing up in the garden out the front and some supporter saw it and we all copped a bit of crap for that. But, yeah, that's my uh, recall. And the other recall, it was a young player at Melbourne who hadn't had a lot to do with Ruzi at the time, but his father was at an event organiser of the Portsy Polo and, Rusey called him in the office and said, mate, I need to have a chat to you. And he thought, beauty, I'm about to get some feedback from Rusey. And he said, mate, can you get me some tickets to the Portsy Polo? <laughs> uh, the other thing, I can vouch for the squash bonds. Yes. Uh, myself and my, my son and my stepson have all got some squash shorts bought by from our, by my partner. And uh, we've got the cockatoo uh, version of the squash uh, swim shorts. Absolutely fantastic. I had a look today and it's a, a really good website. Some fantastic gear and a couple of names on the website too here, Watsy. Uh, Ed Sheeran, 
John Legend, Ben Simmons. So you're just a couple of uh, big names to uh, support your clothing brand. We do. We've been very, very lucky with the help that we've we've got. Um, Ed Sheeran was just a you know absolute freak occurrence. We sort of knew his tour manager, and you know we you, you always send you know as much as you can, and you just hope pray for the best. But he he actually wore it, loved it, messaged us back wanting more stuff. So um, he's been one that's stuck with us, which has been pretty awesome. Um, Benny Simmons, geez, what's he doing at the moment? Hopefully he can. He can uh, find some form, but um, good Aussie boy, Christian Petraka's mate. So we got him in a pair, and I think he was swanning around with Kendall Jenner at the time, so that certainly helped. Um, but, yeah, it's it's all part of it, you know, getting everyone involved and trying to get as much help as we can. And, um, you know, a lot of our mates still sort of help us out down at the, uh, at the footy club. If there's someone in Australia who'd be well qualified to... Make comment on the, the being traded to an Adelaide club and being a former number one pick in Jason or Francis. It's you. What's he? How did from your perspective? What what is it like to come over and have an expectation about you? And um, yeah, everyone in Adelaide got a pretty big expectation. Yeah. Obviously, a thirst for footy. How was it for you? And what's the what would you think Horn Francis would be going through at the moment? Yeah, I, I think it would be great for him to be honest. Um, you know, especially with Kenny and and the Port Boys, they're, they're an incredible group. They really are, and and I didn't quite get to sort of fulfil that with with my own um, career over there, breaking my leg just as I was starting to get going. And um, you know, it would have. That's I look back on that and I think, geez, if I could have stayed healthy, I think they played in the prelim that year. And um, you know, I just would have loved to have played in those in those big games just once, but um, not to be. Um, but. Big Jason Orn Francis. I, I think he's a gun. I think he's going to be a great player. Um, the way that they sort of wrap their arms around their players over there, it's, you know, it is a crazy footy town, but it's almost like the pressure isn't as, as intense or the, the negative. I don't know. That, that's where I felt anyway. I certainly felt that um, because there's, well, you've either got the Crow supporters who are going to hate you regardless, um, or you've got your, your Port Adelaide supporters who, who just adore you no matter what you do. So, you know, I think he'll be great. And he, he goes over there with, you know, into a midfield that's, you know, all class. He's got a lot of help around him. They've got a senior sort of list. So it's not all going to fall on his lap. And, and he can just sit there and shine with, with Ollie Wines and Zach Butters and Xavier Dersmer and Connor Rosie and Mitch Georgiatis up front and Big Dicko will be flying and... Um, you know, I think they're going to have a, they're going to, they're my smoky for the, the flag this year. Jack, we really appreciate your time. Uh, it's been a, a fantastic chat. Once again, that website is squash, skwosh.com.au. Check it out. There's some fantastic gear, t shirts, uh, boardies, you name it, it's on there. Uh, check it out and help out a great friend of the show now, Jack Watts. Uh, thanks, mate. Good on you, Wattsy. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Jack Watts. Uh, uh, the, the thing that comes out of me there, uh, Twig, is just his attitude and how up and about he is and how happy he sounds in life. The thing is, that is him. That is yeah. him. I spoke to you guys last week about yeah. Jack Watts and just spoke about if we get him on, he, he will give the, the program energy because he, he really values life and he values people. And I'll give him his dues. He was himself from day one. Now, he struggled with portions of what AFL footy which he was, he knew that was, there were was some mm. challenging parts to it. But 
Yeah, but to see him being really happy and successful away from footy, I think he watches a bit more footy than he lets on too, Bonds. Yeah, I'm sure through. he does. Uh, no, I couldn't be more pleased to hear him going well because he, the irony is he was just starting to get going. Round one, 2019, against Melbourne, for Port Adelaide, he was second best man on the ground. He was incredible. And then I think it was the next week he broke his leg yeah. and never got back. So yeah, he did, he did look like, okay, this is, this is it. Yep. This is, we're going to see the best of Jack Watts here and then obviously had injury. Uh, brought to us by Mate Jack was um, one dollar per month for three months with Mate Mobile plans. Make the switch today.